0: Hello and welcome to Boardless Executive Live. Today we're going to be talking about the food industry and in particular how food waste is being handled. We have joining us today for our second session in this series with Juan Aguirino. Juan is going to be talking to us today specifically about a subject that's close to his heart and most to ours, and that is the subject of food waste. Juan, if I may address this directly to you, my understanding is that there's enough food waste daily to feed about 2 billion people. Is that an accurate assessment?
1: Yes, Andrew, that's correct. As a society, we could reverse the trend of food waste and totally eliminate food waste. There would be more than enough food to feed an extra 2 billion people every day. It's a staggering number. By any estimate, multiple estimates, around 30% of the food is lost or wasted every day. That means it's not consumed. And, And reducing food waste is going to become critical as the population estimates puts us to grow from seven to nine billion or seven to 10 billion uh, people in the coming years right?
0: Yeah, we saw we have enough food actually to feed that growing population.
1: Theoretically, yes. And if you also imagine all the inputs, the resources which are associated to food waste, the land use, fertilizers, the water, the energy, the work of the farmers, and the economic loss associated with food loss and waste is huge. It's 936 billion a year. That is the cost to the economy globally, a trillion. At the same time, the 2 billion people Compare very favorably to 700 million people that suffer from undernourishment or malnutrition. So, the food available by reducing food waste is three times the size of the population that is in need of additional food. Obviously, it's easy said, it's very complicated to solve because it happens in multiple places of the value chain. But it's definitely a topic that is growing in importance in the mind of the consumers. And it's growing in the importance in the mind of companies trying to solve it. And it's definitely growing in the mind of the investors, because it is really an opportunity for a win-win-win across the board. Better right? for people, better for society, better for planet, better for the economy. Today, The good thing is that 78% of consumers associate food waste with sustainability. This is based on a research that Kerry commissioned. It's not a private research, so anybody interested could go on kerrygroup.com and and look at that. And so consumers are starting to buy products that are marketed as a more sustainable product, circular product that reduces food waste. And they're willing to pay extra. 44% are willing to pay extra for food beverage products devoted to solving food waste. So this is an excellent, news because it's not anymore a nice to have it's obviously a must-have for the planet but it's a must-have also for consumers we can really say look sustainability is a cost
0: for us you you did mention in our earlier conversations there are there are a couple of key categories which are the biggest culprits if i can put it like that in terms of waste one you were saying was a bakery industry and the second you said was the meat industry bakery is pretty high volume stuff right we eat uh, bread and everything every day uh, whereas meat has the highest value. And are the questions, how do you see these questions being addressed from a category perspective?
1: Yeah, let me talk to the categories. Maybe a, a few comments of first for context of so where food waste comes from in the supply chain. And we can then talk about the two categories. So food losses happen mostly at the production, post-harvest and processing stages in the food supply chain and mostly in emerging markets food waste is actually related to retail and consumer behaviors, and it happens mostly in developed markets. The consumption state is responsible for more than 40% of the food waste globally. But the statistics are very different. In emerging markets, the consumer food waste is quite small, and the food losses happen in the value chain. And in developed markets like US or Australia, who are top of the charts, then the, the total food waste happens mostly at consumer level, and it's sometimes up to 50%. Total food is wasted or lost every
0: day. Yeah. Which is- Getting produce in from the field used to be the biggest area until plastics and packaging became a little bit, let's say, better adapted to handle f- incoming food.
1: That's right. The revolutions were the packaging and the other one was the cold chain. The behaviors right now are still driving most of the waste at consumer level. There is waste and loss of happening in the supply chains and manufacturing level and the players there are working a lot on that. There is also food waste and loss happening at the retail level, at QSRs, in restaurants. And in some cases, you know, COVID has exacerbated some of these issues but at the same time raised the awareness and the consciousness about solving that. So in summary, the in developed market, the opportunity at consumer level. So an American consumer wastes 10 times more food annually than the same consumer in Southeast Asia. There's a massive difference there. But studies show that half of that food waste could be prevented or reduced by extra shelf life days. That's the first point of where we can start looking at solutions. In emerging markets, most food loss occurs early in the supply chain before food reaches the retailer. But again, many sources of these food loss can be directly addressed by preservation solutions as well. So let's go back to the categories and the question. So bakery is the highest processed food waste category in volume and meat is the highest food waste category in value and also in environmental footprint. So some statistics, interesting. One quarter of consumers do not finish their bread before it goes off, which translates to approximately 32 million loaves of bread going toward waste globally each day. And so there are technologies to extend shelf life with clean label solutions. We're not talking chemicals here, nasty chemicals, but just natural clean based solutions which can extend the shelf life of bread by 75%. But it's not yet universally used.
0: I know these, um, we're talking about Stuff that is economically viable, of course, right? Totally
1: uh, economically viable, but needs to be invol- in integrated in the formulation of broad-based bakery wow. products. And in doing that, if you add extra shelf five, you minimize food waste. And if you calculate the environmental cost of wasting one loaf of bread is half a kilo of CO2 per loaf of bread. And it's 568 liters of water. So you multiply these 32 million loaves of bread every day by this footprint, and it gives you, we're talking about not only reducing economic costs, but having a massive environmental impact, positive one in in doing that. Now in meat, it gets even more interesting because meat is already the number one consumer concern for food safety. But now consumers are realizing the impact of food waste in meat. So 20% of meat goes to waste every day. And it's by far the most carbon intensive category. So Every kilo of meat, we talk about beef, produces end-to-end 60 kilos of CO2. So if you can save one kilo of meat loss, you save 60 kilos of CO2 and 14,000 liters of water. This is an incredible
0: number, Juan.
1: So that 20% of meat waste could theoretically feed 80 million people. So, Andrew, I think the mathematics speak by themselves. It's more the question about the solutions.
0: Indeed, let's spend a minute or two on that too then, Juan.
1: We talked about the best thing to do is principles of circular economy is reduce, reuse, right? Let's talk about reuse first. I think the key here is preservation solutions They need to do four things. They need to make sure the food is safe to consume because food safety is the first thing. The second criteria needs to meet is maximize the shelf life, but do that in a way that is acceptable to consumers and doesn't create another problem. So there are a number of historically chemical type preservatives that create health issues which yes. are now being phased out. and we don't need to go through the list it's a long list of things which are being replaced and reformulated by so-called clean label solutions what are mm-hmm. clean label solutions there are solutions which are based more natural ingredients fermentation metabolites yeah. enzymes organic acids etc etc so there's a broad yeah. range of products that can replace chemical preservatives and the idea is to maximize the food safety and maximize the shelf life. At the same time, you are trying to minimize the packaging. It's a holistic situation here. Obviously, if you shrink wrap every food in plastic, yes, it lasts longer. But you create a, another side effect, which is too much plastic.
0: Right? Which is recycling the plastic, of course. And or so reusing plastic.
1: Can you recycle the plastic? Can we use the plastic or can you minimize this, the plastic? The outcome of all of that is to minimize food waste. The big impact that you're trying to drive is food waste minimization, as we talk. So that's where the industry is working in optimizing that equation of maximization of safety and shelf life, minimizing plastic and food waste. Not an easy equation, but there's a lot of progress being made in that area. And you can see more and more brands launching products that have extra shelf life, less packaging, and more food waste minimizing claims. And these these products are growing fast than the rest of the
0: industry. Of course, you do see also some efforts that are too narrow in their concept, where, for example, minimizing use of plastics just leads to more food waste. Well-meaning solutions that are actually having a reverse effect.
1: That's a great comment, Andrew, and and that's why this needs to be looked holistically at the total sustainability impact rather than looking at just one of the inputs. Because what looks like a good solution might be suboptimal in the big context.
0: Absolutely. So
1: that's why at the beginning I talked about circular economy. You need to look at this end to end and look at the total life cycle of the product and what are you really re- reducing and where do you reduce the most. And so and then you also need to look at the different alternatives in the packaging because different substrates have different type of okay. life cycle assessment. I'll just talk maybe on the second part. We talked about reducing and enhancing shelf life. It's probably one of the best solutions. The other one is reusing. If you can't reduce the waste, can you reuse it? And mostly I'll talk about industrial options or manufacturing options. You for instance, take the beer industry, it's a very interesting industry, it has a relatively large footprint because it generates a lot of spent grain. So when you produce beer, you have beautiful liquid with a beautiful flavor, but the byproduct of that is spent grain, the cereals that you've used to create the beer,
0: right? Yes.
1: So the industry is taking a very interesting approach of, can we repurpose the spent grain into interesting, useful ingredients that can be used to create Something else. And so instead of feeding animals or landfilling that, can you repurpose the spend rate for human consumption? And Mm -hmm. you can. So a number of uh, companies are looking at that. Very large beer producers are creating now ingredient solutions out of that to then do plant based protein beverages, for instance, working in partnerships. So you close the loop. Instead of cultivating cereals and doing plant protein from the cereals you cultivate, you also using cereals that have been first processed into beer. And out of that, then you create a plant protein beverage. Very interesting reuse, you will agree with me, yeah. Of, of a waste stream, which is very significant, and so again, that's a model where you you use the in the principles of circular economy, you reduce food waste, and you create societal value, consumer value, because these beverages are full of proteins and nutrients, etc. Yeah. And you create economic value for the company that creates that business.
0: Model. Indeed. I think your company, Kerry, has written up uh, quite a bit on this and is making a lot of information public available. Kerry Institute, is that the correct term for it?
1: Yeah, we have the Kerry Health and Nutrition Institute, yeah. is, uh, where we publish a lot of scientific research. It's an open innovation platform where we collaborate with universities and the academia yeah. world. And we publish a number of papers on the science of nutrition in general sustainable nutrition. And we have published a number of papers on food waste if people want to learn more about that.
0: Everybody who is listening to this discussion can go and look up their material. There. It's an
1: open platform available yeah. for everybody. We also, we don't only publish white papers, we also have a number of webinars that happen every year. It's called the Kerry Health and Nutrition Institute.
0: Well, let's let's, uh, suggest that people with further interest in this topic can certainly go and look some more stuff up there. We have another session coming up though in the next uh, week or two, one as well. Uh, Next time we're going to cover this transition that's taking place in how people perceive food and the way the industry perceives food is going from food to nutrition and then ultimately to the impact on health. We're going to take a look at that particular chain in our next discussion and how we go about increasing human health as a consequence of the food intake and achieve all of these sustainability issues. That's our next session, Juan. I'm hoping you're going to continue to accept my invitations. It's always a pleasure to have your knowledge and experience to share with all of our listeners and our viewers. Thank you so much for joining me again today.
1: The pleasure is mine. This was fun. Thank you very much, Andrew. I look forward to our next session.
0: Me too. Thank you, Juan. That's really super.